This week on Backyard Footy. Oh, of course, bro. I mean, I feel like like it's very cliche to say, but young players are our future, especially the very talented ones. If we can start getting them in environments um, where they can succeed and have confidence, but at the same time teach them, um, you know, the standards and the disciplines of being a professional, the better. Exit made this. What's up, footy fans? Welcome to the 19th episode of Backyard Footy with your host, Hugh Roberts. I'm excited to be back. It's been a little while. I had to unfortunately reschedule my one-year anniversary. Some things didn't work out, but that's all good. And now here we are. I got my next guest, Pebo Due. Also a former guest. He was on episode eight. So if you haven't listened to his story, please go back and listen to his great story. But now here he is again a year later. I'm re-recording in a new city, new team for both of us. So you get to hear the new organizations, new transitions, and how we've grown in a year. Backyard Footy is brought to you by the BGN Network of Podcasts. That's the BGN.FM on the internet. You can also follow them on Twitter at the BGN.FM. Backyard Footy is also brought to you by Roughneck Scars and Golden Gold Press. Getting ready to pick up Peebo. We're getting ready to show him the city, getting ready to show him what I do out here a little bit. I mean, we've both been to Charlotte, but now that we're living here in a new city, you get to see what we do kind of on a regular away trip basis when you have a friend in town. So without further ado, let's go pick him up. Yo. Yes, sir. What's good, cuz? Been a minute, son. How's everything? What's up, footy fans? Everything's good, man. Life is good. That DJ on the joint. My man. My man. Welcome back in town, cuz. Appreciate it, man. How's everything, bro? It's good, man. Love coming to beautiful Charlotte, man. You been out here like that? Yeah, last couple of couple years made my way out here playing with other teams how's uh how's the trip in it was good it's good long bus ride but um oh yeah y'all took the bus yeah, down took the bus, that's bro. crazy took the bus bro yes sir dang man look official on the cameras too you know what i'm saying <laughs> <Sheesh>. <laughs> Woo. you know what i'm it's good, bro. How are you? How's the squad? Man, it's grinding. Have off to a little slow start, but it's all good. Um, yeah, we have these next four weekends after this on the road. So, I mean, you know how road trips are. Sometimes oh, yeah. they can build chemistry a little bit. Where you guys go um, to? We go to Nashville next weekend. Nashville, Pittsburgh, Sporting, and Ottawa. All in four weekends, yo. Yeah, you start playing? What's good with you though? How's being in this DC organization, new transition? Bro, it's nice. It's it's good to be home. I was joking, say it's it's really good, but at the same time, it's low key stressful because then you got the family constantly hitting you up like, yo, mm. when you coming through? Mm. Can you do this? Mm. But it's good. It's all love though. Yeah. Um, team is good. It's a new new young team, so it's a different kind of a different role for me being yeah. like the second oldest on the team. Yeah. Um, but it's also been a good learning uh, learning curve for me just because I have to continually come in and working every day, uh-huh. just making sure I'm setting an example for the young you know. That's what I was going to ask, too. Like, kind of how's your role now with this new team in transition? Oh, like? it's, it's definitely changed. Um, you the captain? 
Uh, no, Kyle Murphy's our captain, but I guess you could say a vice captain. There's a couple other guys that, that could have the armband as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, but just like we talk about, it's like, you know, usually just because you're older, um, you kind of get that role of automatic leadership and, and, and you know where you stand from there. Right? It's good, man. It's good. Did you know some of the guys on the team before? Or not? Um, I know Lubon played against Harry. Didn't Lubon. know him personally. Yeah, that's your boy. Shout out Pittsburgh. That's your boy. Um, a few of the younger academy players I've trained with them before. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah. What was uh, DC's preseason like? It was good. It was tough, man. The first week was just like it was straight fitness. Um, we were training over at the, you heard about the new St. James? Yeah, I heard about that. Yannick uh, told me about that. Bro, that place is unreal. And you know who's unreal. been training out there lately? Stefan Diggs and all the football dudes. Oh, I don't for know if real? keep his IG store, but all the football dudes are Yo, working out. Yo, that place now. is incredible. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure they have a partnership with DC now, so that's a good thing. You know? Yeah. You can go train, train them wherever, right. whenever. Um, but it was good. Preseason was good. It was tough. I mean, it's the standard there, you know, the, the MLS obviously is a little right. bit higher, quicker, right. you know, stronger level. But at the same time, like every session was intense, and it was like I was constantly learning from, you know, Ben and Nolan, and even Chad as well when they would make points and just, uh, you know, correct some of the stuff that I could do better. Did you feel like? There's a big difference in the level like that. Um, not really. It's just, it's just for me, it's a consistency. Like a lot of, a lot of players are more consistent in areas of the field. Right. They don't really make mistakes that that could lead to, yeah. to goals. Because at that level, like you make a mistake, it could be brutal. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it wasn't my first time training with the first team, so you know, I understood where the level was at. Kind of prepared for it, but you were there the whole uh, preseason, right? Uh, for most of it, most of it. When I when I knew that I was gonna sign with Loudon, um, I started training with Loudon more often. Uh, uh, but yeah, it was a good experience, man. Great experience, Florida. Come on, man. Florida. Come on, man. Yeah, down in what Clearwater? Um, yeah, yeah, Clearwater. Yo. Get this joint up, bro. Uh, uh, you can put it up. Um, but we're about to pull over here in a minute. The Bank of America. Bet. Get out and walk this train. Panthers play here, right? Panthers play here, bro. Walking distance. Yeah, hey, I was about to say. Walking distance. Could have took a bird. Could have took a little bird. Yeah, that's how I commute out here. Just Park bird, the car. Bird, Just bird gang every day. Bird gang every day, bro. I never ever drive no more. Bring my car out here, park it, hit the bird, grocery, everything, bro. I'm just, uh, man. How many people does it ever have? I think like 80K. They have uh, the Gold Cup here. They're doing the International Cup here as well. Arsenal's coming here. I think they're playing Roma or something.
Yeah. Making our way to the Bank of America Stadium. Showing him Panthers for that play a little bit. Showing him the city some. Don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel if you want to see what we're seeing. You don't want to miss any of this. But yeah, bro. I'm about to be coming here often for all these games. At least like three. I've never actually been to a football game. Uh, nah, you never been? Never been to a football game. Like the NFL game. I've been fortunate enough. It's my third city now of, with an NFL team. So I've been able to go to three different teams now. That's wild. Venture out a little bit. But yeah, that's how this, you know how this world is, in this, especially our sport. Each and every year you can be on a new team. Sam Mills. Sam Mills. Man, got the Reeboks on. Man, got the Reeboks on. It's actually in the heart, too. I mean, for real, though. It's, it's for real, though. How's it for you, man? How's it being in this city, new team? You know, you mentioned you mentioned earlier, you know, it's, it's kind of normal for a USL guy or any guy playing at the USL level, yeah. lower level, to be on a team every year, a new team every year. Yeah, I mean, it's very, it's definitely interesting. It's definitely testing. Like, every single team I've been on has been something different. Even out here, like, with this slow start, this is the slowest and roughest start a man's ever had in his career, even as a youth, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no one likes to lose, and now we've been struggling one, one out of ten games. That's right. But, I mean, then you deal with, like, a completely different, different coach, different style of playing. Like, let me think, Lee Kalashaw, I think he was Irish, but... Uh, Jim's coming straight from Celtic. Have uh, Felix, who's coming straight from La Liga. Dave, I mean, Dave's been in the USL for a little bit, but Dave, he's also smart as well. It's a completely different mindset. But just to have those three guys practice daily with top professionals now, like being with older guys and stuff, like even like with the littlest details, I'm not saying like dudes didn't take care of like the passing and stuff like that, but they'd be like, more weight in your passes here. Oh, Come yeah, on, yeah. ping it into me, ping it. Just chirping, chirping, little things like that. Yeah, man. But I mean, it's good though. And you have high quality players like Enzo, Dom. Dom used to be in. I remember I met Dom back when Montreal was in the league. Mm-hmm. Met him out there, but back then he was in the prime of his career. And now this man is out here playing with Charlotte. It's just crazy, bro. Hey. But yes, circle, son. Full circle though. Life is crazy, man. Full circle. Look at a lot this. Of, a lot of guys that like I never expected to be playing with that. Yeah, for real. For real. And so, yeah, like, Kavan, too. Um, How's your relationship with him? That's strong. That's He's my good dude. dude. Pulls me over a lot of times to, you know, talk about mental things, even just the littlest detail. Like, a couple days ago, he told, he told me, after you pass the outside back, you're dropping deeper, drop even deeper to give you even more time. It's the littlest thing. But yeah. he loves to put in that extra work, too. So oh, yeah, that little indoor facility that we have, We'll go in sometimes during the week, do like one-on-one touches, a lot of technical work. He knows a lot of technical drills. So before he hurt his back, he's been hurt like the past three weeks. But before he hurt his back, we used to go in once, twice a week and just do like extra touches for like 45 minutes to an hour to ourselves. But in that time too, like we're talking the whole time. He's telling me the ebbs and flows of the team. I mean, he's one of these, 
I'm not saying a quiet guy, but he noticed those things from the outside yeah, looking yeah. in, and then he's very observant. Very observant with everything. Yeah, but yeah, to have that too, I mean, it goes a long way. But yeah, I mean, even just being around top quality guys that you know you have to be sharp is just bringing my game up as well because I'm like I have to perform to my highest abilities every single practice. And so I mean, yeah, and then even the center backs too, like. We have four very, very good center backs. Even Coach said it this week before films, like we have four very good center backs and Raw is just going to have to, you know, share time, blah, 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 blah. But to have good competition daily, that pushes you as well because, you know, oh, yeah. if you're not performing in practice. And, and I'm one of the youngest ones. Well, Hassan just came. He's 20. Oh, he's 20? <laughs> 20, bro. He's been in the league for like four years. He's 20. Wow. <laughs> That's wild. But, yeah, so... Hassan um, now makes a 20, but before, he's been in the major league. So, for real, like, notoriety-wise, I'm the one who doesn't really have much. And so, again, six years of my career, I felt like the underdog a little bit. But that's all good. Like, you just put your head down and fight, and that just makes you better. We're coming from that working mentality. So, I've been putting that work before and after practices and stuff. Yes, sir. Yes, exactly. Jacksonville, I was, I was one thing. Key was always down the trade. Yeah. Always. Yeah. But yeah, bro. How's it feel to play back at home now, though? It's good, man. Um, family's always showing love, bro. Last time uh, when we played Bethlehem Steel, I had to request like 30 tickets, bro. It was crazy. 30 tickets. Yeah, bro. just because it was also the first game in, in uh, uh, August. Stadium, right? Yeah, first first game. Audi. That's love, it's though, bro. We are talking about playing back at home for a while now. Oh, no, man, it's back at home. Ever since I was a, you know, I signed my first pro contract in Phoenix, it was always a goal for me to come back yeah. and play for the home team, which was DC United at the time. Mm-hmm. But now that lot of United, uh, mm-hmm. it's created. It's it's a good opportunity. When it came about, I could. It was very difficult to pass up. You know, How, it was very difficult. How'd that even come about? I mean, obviously. This is Loudon's first year, but when you were mm-hmm. in D.C., like, what were the talks, kind of, how did you even know you are going out to Loudon? Um, I mean, it was always there, like, especially when the, the they made the announcement that they would have a team. Yeah. Um, D.C. United knew that I was very interested, and I knew that they were interested yeah. early, you know, so it was always a possibility. Um, All right. Yeah. Off. Yeah. They got some type of... Uh, I, think, uh, I think so. That's exactly what's it. Jeez. Oh uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, a lot. Uh, you know, talking like Dave Casper and, and like Dane Murphy. Um, just emailing back and forth, and then obviously they got in touch with my agent, and we made it happen. You know. And where do you guys train at and play at? Or are you supposed? Oh, to we're play? at RFK. Oh, you we're at RFK. You train at RFK as well. Yeah, I'm trying to train at RFK every day. Sometimes we'll go out in, in Leesburg and train. And train out there. Yeah, sometimes we'll train out there at uh, the facilities. But. but you guys are getting your own stadium mm-hmm. now? Uh, it's currently being worked on. It should be finished um, August. Okay. August. Yeah. It's a big thing. It's getting a lot of buzz in, in that area, too. People are excited about it. About the stadium? Oh, yeah. It's in Leesburg? Yeah. Leesburg is supposed to be brand new. Um, State of the Ark Stadium, and then the, the training facilities that are going to be built for like us and DC United. Uh, they'll probably be finished um, in the off season, 
Oh, DC United is in a whole new training facility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody's winning. Everybody's eating. Everybody's eating. Everybody's eating. How, what do you think about the next generation of young players, though? You're around young players now. Oh, yeah. Constantly. Um, like, it's very cliche to say, but young players are our future, yeah. especially the very talented ones. Yeah. If we can start getting them in environments um, where they can succeed and have confidence, but at the same time, teach them, um, you know, the standards and the disciplines of being a professional, yeah. the better, you know? Obviously, you're gonna have a professional for a longer time. Right. Um, right. But there's a lot of kids that have potential. I mean, not even just on Loudon. I mean, everywhere. You know, there's a lot of kid kids that with potential that deserve a shot to play in the USL MLS level. Um, what are the bunch of the young boys like? Kids that are drafted. The kids that in uh, in the in Loudon. In Loudon, yeah. Yeah. Um, Shinya Academy boys and stuff. Shinya Kadonia was one of the you know guys who got drafted to DC and then. Um, you know, ended up working out with Loudon. Um, and for me, as a player, that's that's a great opportunity yeah. because, you know, you get, you get to kind of play and, and also be in the system <laughs> at the same time and, and just kind of be monitored while you grow, you know. Um, and then you have academy players who, who have never had any professional experience. I mean, you know how that is playing with Bethlehem Steel. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's all part of the process. It's all part of, you know, being a professional. <coughs> um, a little bit of a different... You know, role for me, but um, it's good to learn and, and kind of you know, build with these guys and dudes you've never met before and kind of build a bond with them. And, and, and that's the best part of the game. So and you're essentially a coach in itself because you're grooming these young boys even more so than a coach in itself because you're with these dudes on the field. You know their thoughts, what they're going through, how frustrated they are, and stuff like. That's how it was out for me, kind of in Philly. They were the same situation, much younger. But I was much younger too. At the time, like I knew, not nearly as much as I know knew now. But I was oh, yeah. still helping my young boys out. Now, if you, now seeing them earn their first team contracts and stuff, and like mm -hmm. keeping in contact with them and seeing a lot of them ball out still in the USL. Yeah, you feel like you are part of that a little bit, and you help them groom some, and because you taught them the ways now. So yeah, bro, I feel you. Yeah, bro. It helps you stay hold yourself accountable too. That's one thing, man. Like, I know when, when I'm not putting in 110 every day, and obviously, you know, Richie and I have had conversations about it, mm -hmm. but that's something that, you know, from an older guy needs to be more consistent, just grading yourself, like, did did I put in work today? Mm -hmm. if, if these guys are watching, would they, right. Especially do they feel like watching. they've learned something? Yeah. And, and just being a good teammate, you know what I'm saying? But it's, it's all, it's like I said, it's all part of the beautiful game, man. It is exciting it's and beautiful. cool to see this, these next wave of players and being a part mm -hmm. of it, too. Like Zion, for example, we met last night. Like, this man's coming from Schalke at 18, sponsored by crazy. Nike, U.S. national team, bro. Like, it's a completely different mindset, yeah. That's crazy. And just to, like, now see him. I mean, I mean I'm not going to lie, he's smooth and electric. Every time he comes on, it's some kind of good spark. But just to see that, I'm like, yeah, the next wave is... Oh, yeah. It's something different, and even with the USL now, with the uh, Division Three giving dudes more contracts, more opportunities. We're talking about before, where kids are now foregoing college and stuff, going straight to the USL. Like that's yeah. a whole different mindset right there, and that's just in five years, bro. Like, you see the U20 roster? Yeah, yeah. 
pretty sure it's, none of those kids have went to school. It's crazy. I mean, I understand, it, but it's just wild. That like, is crazy, yeah. though. I mean, that's kind of what it has to be, though, if we're going to compete with the rest of the world, yeah. because all their young boys are going off as soon as they're, what, like 15, 14, 15 mm-hmm. in the academy. You know you're pro by 16. If it ain't happening, then you're going off and doing something else. The send-off is getting younger and younger yeah. and younger, bro. Going to get experience and kind of have shoot their shot overseas and, and shit. I wish I wish I was in that position when I was 12, 13 years old. But you know, you, it's good to experience and it's good to see um, that that type of growth mm-hmm. in the in the game in the United States. So it's needed though. I was uh, playing at Audi Stadium though last weekend, bro. Even though there was probably less than a thousand people there. But it, still, though, yeah, it, it's still walking out of that state. It's such a beautiful state. And you'll yeah. see when, when uh, oh, we playing out. Oh, there? you guys actually aren't playing out we're there. We playing the new yeah, joint. You guys are the first game of the new joint. Um, is it turf too? Yeah, yeah, but it's new re- turf? really nice turf. Right. Really nice turf. I know, bro. Damn, I know. Turf, turf monster. Though? Really nice turf. Um, but yeah, just walking out of Audi, you know, or onto the field, it's just. The stadium is massive, and it kind of just reminds you, like, all right, yeah. this is this is kind of the moments that you play for. Even though there's not an atmosphere, but it's still dope. You yeah. know, when you're walking around, and you see the beautiful stadium and the nice pitch. And it's massive, bro. Is it nice it's like massive. that? Massive. It's a nice pitch. Nice. I mean, definitely an upgrade from RFK. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Shout out RFK one time. Shout man. out RFK though. <laughs> Always gotta give RFK love, you know what I'm saying? Man, held it down from the youth. For days. real, for real. Held it down though. Shit. Oh, man. Yeah, you wanna check yeah, out this yeah, minor league stadium? Yeah, let's walk around. Some views of uh, downtown a little bit. The whole nap too, man. Uh, yeah, now we're at the minor league baseball stadium here in downtown Charlotte. Or sorry, people say uptown here. <laughs> Uptown's the downtown. But yeah, I'm showing him now. Uptown with the baseball stadiums like the minor league team in the middle of the city. Having like uh, Thursday night dollar beers, oh, cool. tickets here is like 
five dollars, bro. So that's what people be out here just drinking, chilling. I wouldn't mind putting our stadium if we would have played here. Yeah. Again, how most of the USL teams are. Oh yeah, yeah, baseball. I wouldn't mind it at all in this location, bro. You know yeah. how many fans we would get? Yeah. At least a thousand. So the football stadium is just right over there. Yeah, right over there. It's that joint right there. That's wild. You got the Bird Gang here. Bird, bird Gang, yeah. I'm seeing this new Spin one. Yeah, though. Spin. Lyft has one. Oh, yeah. Uber's about to get one, too. Uh, I mean, on the other side, it's a little better in terms of shots and stuff. Yeah, They're trying to record? Yeah. Hey, sir. Yeah, the city's kind of easy to get around. <laughs> Real easy, y'all. Real easy. These all apartment complexes? That's what I'm saying, bro. All apartment companies are down from like here down and like over here and it's like more corporate. Just sleeping on Charlotte, bro. Sleeping on Charlotte, bro. Usually when we're here, we don't stay in this area. We exactly. stay like probably like 20 minutes, but closer to where the state Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where I thought y'all were staying. Is that considered Matthews? That's Matthews, yeah. The whole area is not this. But that's where uh, the free housing is for all these dudes. So oh. a lot of these dudes are staying out in free housing without doing anything. Really? Like, it, like the boys from last night? Yeah, the boys from last night. Literally, we have like 19 dudes on the team. Probably 16 of 19. You keep in touch with anyone? The dudes back home? Oh, yeah. What do you mean? Uh, like brother, sister, what are you talking about? Nah, like uh, Julio, Alex, all oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously, we have the dudes, of course. Julio, thank you, Julio. Yeah. It was love uh, when Drake came out, Drake and Ali came out. Oh, yeah, how uh, was Two it? weekends was... ago, bro. That shit was dope. Ma- the game. His uh, stepmom came through, too, with the daughter. So I saw a little sign or whatever. Bro, that shit was, it was love. You got to play in front of them. Though. Play in front of them. They came out after for a little bit too. That's always love when you get to play in front of old friends. Old friends too, like, out in a new city like that. Yeah. I don't know, waitress too. You like, you know that never happens on a waitress. Oh yeah. Did uh, you ever talk to what's his name about like the Black Association, the Black Members? No, did you? Yeah, I met up with him. Oh, uh, for real? It was when you were out there in preseason. Oh, you talking about DC. Justin? Justin, yeah. yeah. No, I, I Justin came to one of our practices. Oh, for real? Yeah, one of our. Yeah, he's back home. Reach out. Yeah. Yeah. You talk to him then. Yeah. So I haven't reached out to the new dude. The oh, the, yeah. the other one. Yeah. Um, no, I haven't talked to him at all. But Justin, I met up with him back in uh, like February, March. He was meeting up with the MLS commissioner. 
he was uh, trying to talk about. Because I guess in the MLS and the clause and stuff, they're supposed to at least hire an X amount of black coaches, at least interview X amount of black coaches. But they haven't done either of that since the league's been around. And, like, he's just advocating more for, like, black players and black coaches in general and stuff. We had a good conversation. Talked about, you know, my experiences over the years, my experiences with black coaches and stuff, what he thinks the changes should be and stuff. And, like, even he's starting some some non-profits and organizations in D.C. trying to get, uh, I think in B-more, actually, trying to get more African-American kids out of the community and start playing for free and stuff like that. I mean, it was good, some good talks. But what do you kind of think, like, we should do to get more African-Americans out there on the, in this game? In general, we're seeing this country, more blacks out there. I mean, for me, like you said, like, the whole the whole pay-to-play is really impactful in, in terms of those communities, yeah. our community. Um, you know, how, how are you supposed to find... Uh, kids that are able to play soccer when they're not showing up in these academies because they can't afford it. Right, right. So I think I think the fact that they have to pay for or we have to pay for these 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 teams and the amount we have to pay yeah. is impactful in terms of reaching out to those to, to bring kids um, to the academies for free. You know, obviously, I don't know the logistics behind it, but I'm saying it, ju- it would just make more sense. Yeah. It was really financially viable and re- realistic. Right. Um, obviously, you look at the, all the athletes that, that come from nothing. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. That yeah. could possibly contribute. Yeah. Worldwide, too. Yeah. Worldwide. It's crazy. Do you think, like, because soccer has never really shown on TVs out here, we never really, not even our own major league highlights and players are talked about, like, do you think since soccer is not really on the map like that, it's also all playing a role into its popularity into these kids' eyes? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely changing, I'll say that. Soccer is becoming more popular, 100%. But it's still, for me, in terms of popularity, not comparing with football. Not comparing with football. um, I mean... I don't know the the correlation with the, when it comes to TV, but I do see that MLS, especially, it's more ESPN Plus. They have games from uh, USL League One, League Two Championship. You know what I'm saying? League Two. Um, you know MLS games every day, and you can you can they're archived. They're on demand. You can go back and watch them. You know what I'm saying? Um, so for me, it's definitely changing. It's definitely changing, and um, this room. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm behind it. My fault. Hey, right there. You saying now? You said it's definitely changing. Yeah, it's definitely changing. Look how easy it is to watch a game. Yeah. All of all of our friends watch it, watch our games like before in USL. Like I remember my first year. Only, only way you can watch a game is 
through USL's uh, website, and that website wasn't the easiest to work with. Then it was YouTube for a little minute. Yeah. YouTube was also a step up. Yeah, it, it was. was. It was, it was a blast, yeah. too. It was free, too. It was free. Um, and having ESPN Plus for me is um, yeah. a plus. Um, yeah. Very good to have just because it makes it easier to go back. As a player, it makes it easier to go back and watch Not my too, game. Exactly. And, and watch other games. Exactly. Watch like, your game, you know. Mm-hmm. So yes, yeah, I think I think having that is definitely transforming um, soccer culture, and I just feel like soccer is more talked about in the media. Like you go on Instagram, and there's yeah. a lot of like creatives out there, a lot of media people who are just doing their thing, yeah, um, trying to bring awareness to the game, almost in a, a street sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's dope. That's dope as hell. Yeah, especially with social media, IG, just in general. Mm-hmm using that platform I mean that's helped us and that's what soccer is gaining its steam because of that football's hurting itself with the concussions and stuff so parents are going away from that exactly. finding new sports and stuff exactly. like it's coming slowly but surely I just still just feel like it can be marketed and just broadcast even more so I mean everything takes time and it's gonna come too but I feel like domestically <sighs> Domestically, in our own country, we just don't. None of these analysts really know about the sport, so of course they don't talk about it. Yeah. They just laugh about it and create jokes all the time. Like that's, I guess it's funny, yeah. But in the sense where we're doing this for our living and our job and stuff, like nah, you talking like, about like American American analysts, sports analysts okay. and stuff, like talking about oh, the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. they really I don't know about it, so they just laugh about it and. You know, make up some random scenario, just something. Only talk about bicycle kids or something true. cool or something. True. Like you really don't hear much unless it's European stuff. That is true, bro. I feel like every time soccer is on, like, makes a sports center, it's, it's first and foremost they have. Uh, <laughs> First and first and foremost, <laughs> the pronunciation of the of the person is, who's who's making the highlight is always messed up. It's always yeah. wrong. Yeah. And they're always making a like like you said a joke out of it. And, and, but in terms of coverage of the game, I'm content with the momentum it has. Yeah. Right. Um, I do agree with you in terms of analyzing the game. Um, I mean, but then you see you see guys like like what what are your thoughts on like guys like Steve Nash and like um, and like even Bleacher Report covering the whole you know Champions League and stuff like that. Like what are I don't thoughts? I don't I don't mind Bleacher Report you know covering it and stuff definitely you know putting it on the map somewhere. When, yeah. With the Steve Nash thing though, too, like like it's cool that Steve Nash is talking about the game and like I know they might be using him because of his name and like people don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> but like you could talk to somebody who really knows the game a little more and who's actually I mean of course Steve Nash played some and like I know they're using him because pe- people aren't really going to watch if you know Steve Nash and you know? oh Steve Nash is talking about soccer like alright well I'm going to watch a little bit but really like you could have gotten so many more people to talk about the game a little bit better and just analyze a little more but America and our American ways. I'm not. That's not surprising at all. <laughs> I'm. I'm. I'm not gonna say I'm happy. It's the with hotel the... where I saw Nipsey at. Oh wow. Right Is it also weekend? Yeah, also weekend. 
You saying no? No, I was gonna say I'm. I'm not. I'm not gonna say I'm happy with that, but I understand. Like you said, they're, they're using him to kind of reach a different market. Yeah. Of Americans uh, that play soccer. All right. Or that are interested in soccer or interested in basketball that are curious about soccer. Spectrum Center, um, Hornets Stadium. This whole album too is tough. We're gonna have to get a little crank set going on in a minute. Yeah, this is Spectrum, uh, a Hornets strain. Footy fans for listening. Subscribe to my YouTube channel at Backyard Footy so you can watch me giving people a tour of episode 19, showing him Charlotte. Rate it, comment, give me any suggestions, let people know or I know which part you like most, and hit the subscribe button to stay tuned for future episodes. Thanks for following along and talk to you soon, footy fans. Thanks to our sponsor, Golden Gold Press, the best choice for you to get custom t-shirts, hats, mugs, and other items for just yourself or your organization. Check out their amazing products at a fraction of the price of other places at goldengoldpress.com. Also, thanks to Roughneck Scarves, official scarf partner to MLS, USL, and U.S. Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com.